0: plushcare.com slash weight loss yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't do it do you feel any responsibility I just, I no. no you don't. don't does a doctor's wife feel responsibility for his patients yes. it's same point I wish I had more talks like this with Sutton where it's just a back and forth It's a very interesting point. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. That was a clip from this week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, I have a couple questions, I have a couple complaints, I have a couple concerns regarding that analogy, specifically about the doctor's wife. Now, I don't think it was quite a proper analogy because if a doctor was stealing money from orphans and widows, and the wife was spending the money that he stole from the orphans and widows, then maybe the wife would feel guilty. Do you get what I mean? It's not quite the same thing. I know what Erica's trying to say, like. If the doctor screwed up in a surgery or something, should the wife feel bad? And no, in that case, they shouldn't. uh so I just didn't really think that that was the proper thing to say, but uh, what do I know? Half the things Erica says on the show, Bamboozle Jane, I'm like, what are you saying that for it's not It's not landing, however. That said, I know I just talked some shit about Erica Jane, but I do have to say, this episode I was kind of, I was kind of loving her. I was kind of loving her a little bit. Was everyone not just loving her on the yacht? I'm sorry, I, I mean, her just being drunk on the yacht, just shoveling pasta noodles into her mouth, shoveling pasta noodles into her mouth, asking Crystal about having a threesome with the husband. If you and Rob wanted to have a threesome, would it be with a man or a woman or with me? Would I do it with me? <laughs> Ah, you guys, I loved it. I loved it. Now, uh, this week's episode, it's a lot of stuff's happening off camera. Even this week, we got a lot of the Denise stuff. We probably spent 10 minutes on Denise Richards, who's no longer on this program. And I had uh, assumed that we were going to get a Denise appearance next week. But in the preview for next week, I don't see Denise Richards anywhere, uh, wearing her jorts in front of the screen. So where is she? Why did we spend 10 minutes with her? And everything that's happened in this season has been happening off screen. We had the whole Crystal Sutton thing, which it seems like we're finally moving on. Uh, but then the whole Diana thing with the book, that seems to be something that they're trying to bring up, but then they're not bringing up. It's like they're all tiptoeing around it. And I looked into it. Okay, I told you last week on the show, I was going to look into the Diana Jenkins Book. There was like a madam thing and people said she put out this book of photography and it was like celebrity people. Now people allege there were these rumors that uh she put out this book and it was like a a catalog for people to for call girls or something like that. Now I looked into it and I have to say, you know, I it seemed all like crazy conspiracy theory stuff to me. That's what it seemed like to me from what I read on it. Now I didn't do a heavy deep dive, but I did sort of look, I was like, this is all crazy. Like, <laughs> And I just didn't believe any of it But I don't know, maybe there's some truth to it If they keep bringing it up on the show and everything But it all seemed fucking nuts to me I was like, this is nuts It's It seemed crazy to me But it also seems like frustrating That obviously they had her on this program And they wanted it to be a storyline And she refused to bring it up And I think Diana, she's flopping for me She's flopping hard for me I gotta say it, I gotta say it I gotta be honest But now we said it She's flopping hard for me Last week on the show, she cried and didn't even seem make sense why she cried. And I feel like they're doing that thing where they're like, Diana, at the end of this week's episode, when Dorit and Kyle were like, I wouldn't want to fight with Diana. And like they all keep doing that thing, which leads me to believe it's like they're overcompensating because Diana's not bringing it. Do you know what I mean? I felt like they did that when, what was her name? Catherine Edwards. Remember her? She had the connection to OJ and Faye Resnick. And I remember they brought her on the show and it was like every confession would be like, yeah, she was connected to OJ and I wouldn't want her and Faye to come up against each other. And then they came up against each other and like nothing fucking happened. That's the, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from Diana of like, okay, we have to overcompensate and say she's scary or she's, I wouldn't want to fight with her or whatever. I'm like, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. I think it's all bullshit. And maybe we'll see next week. It seems like her and Garcelle get into it. And her and Sutton are getting into it more, but I think it's all bullshit. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Let's get back to the beginning of the episode. Let's go back, back to the beginning. A real Housewives opens with a nightcap. All the gals are having a nightcap. Crystal, Diana, and Erica. Uh, they talk about how Diana cried la- uh, in the episode last week or earlier at dinner. And I was kind of distracted by Erica's windbreaker top. We didn't talk about this top last week. We really did focus on the gas station Midwest ad sunglasses. However, I, this week I would like to talk about that. It wasn't a windbreaker, but it had a windbreaker energy to it, the top that she was wearing. And I actually liked it. And I don't know if I was just like on Erica's side this week or what was going on because, you know, I, we flip-flop on these women every five minutes. Of course, that's part of the fun of the game. But this week I was really on Bamboozle Jane's side. And I say that with the acknowledgement that I'm not really on her side. Do you know what I mean? It was just. What I mean is okay, I was having fun with her this week. I was having fun watching her. And I felt like she let her guard down a little bit, which we never see. Even though later in the episode, I was kind of feeling like some of the drunk antics was like a little bit of a smoke and mirrors kind of thing, which we'll talk about. But the Windbreaker top, it looked like it could be straight out of Golden Girls or it looked like the Valerie Cherish Windbreaker outfit. I liked it with the sunglasses. I don't know. I was into it. I was into it. And they all, when they were doing their nightcaps, I don't know if you noticed, Kyle Richards looked straight into the camera at one point. She looked straight into the camera because she was going to sit down next to Sutton and Erica and then she looked into the camera and she's like, wait, where do you want me? <laughs> like, and there's always these like little moments where we see the child actress version of the Kyle Richards come out and plays. And I noticed that later in the episode when they were on the boat because Bamboozled Jane was like passed out on the thing. And then Kyle, the Splits Richards, comes in to check out Erica, and she's like, hey, Bamboozle Jane, like, how you doing? Are you drinking? And I thought she was going to say, are you drinking the water I got you? Because we all know that if somebody's really drunk, one of our friends is really drunk, we get them a water, right? Like, you don't – I wouldn't give someone who's super drunk just a, a Coke or a Diet Coke, you know what I mean? Like, you give someone that when you want them to party. And I felt like that was almost like the child actress version of Kyle Richards coming out because she's like, hey, have your Coke and then come back in front of the camera. Because that's what I think Big Kath used to do when they were younger, you know, when they were kids. I feel like Big Kath would just give Kyle and Kim a Coke and right before they – she would take them to audition or something because, you know, the girls were spending – making all the money for Big Kath. And so I really feel like Big Cat, that's where Kyle kind of learned that from. Because wouldn't you want to give Bamboozled Jane some water if your friend was that drunk? I would have given her some water or something, but Kyle was like, hey, did you drink your Coke? And I'm like, What the fuck was that about? Because doesn't also caffeine, Coke or caffeine, doesn't it dry you out? So that's why you don't also drink it when you're that drunk. Maybe you have that when you're hungover for some energy, but it was making me laugh. But that, that child actress version came out, and it came out earlier when she looked right into camera and said, where should I sit? And the producer <laughs> told her where to sit. Ah, oh, I loved it. Now the women talk about their divorces. Diana talks about her divorce, a Scottish ty- tycoon who gave her half. She said there was no problems in the marriage or the divorce, and I was like, "Well, what are the problems then? I don't understand." That's the frustrating part about this Diana woman. Is it's like it seems like there's interesting stuff there, but she don't want to talk about it. Which I get. Like most people wouldn't want to talk about the stuff that happens in their life. I get it. But don't come on a reality show then. I don't want to see you on my reality TV program if you're not willing to talk or engage or fight. And then even when she's mad at the other women, I think somebody pointed out later in the episode, like, oh, I get it. When Diana's quiet, it means she's mad or something. It's like, well, I don't want someone quiet when they're mad. I want someone fucking losing at a dinner table and uh tossing the table like Teresa Giudice when somebody calls her uh, something and then she's yelling a prostitution whore across the table. That's the kind of woman I want on this show. Instead, it's like Diana gets quiet when she's mad. Uh-uh. Not happy about it. I was really pissed at her this week. Really pissed. Uh, but they talk about the divorce, and then... Divorce? Why did I call it a divorce? Div- divorce. I'm recording this episode later than normal. Normally I record early in the day, but I couldn't watch until later, so we're recording late tonight. So, um. anyway, the, Kyle talks about her divorce with her ex-husband. <laughs> I also, by the way, because I'm recording it late, I'm having... Uh Starbucks has what's called these refreshers. Because I can't have a coffee this late. It's too late for me to have a cup of joe. So instead I'm having what they call a refresher. And Starbucks has a new flavor. It's like a pineapple, mango-y flavor or something. You guys, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm not sleeping tonight because I feel like there's a lot of caffeine in here. Hello! Okay, I'm sorry sorry for that Mrs. Doubtfire impression. Okay, what were we talking about? Oh, Kyle's divorced with ex-husband. He's still friends with Maurice. And I'm happy that they have a nice little uh, modern family going there. Everyone is getting along. I like it. Uh, then we see Erica and Sutton bond. They seem to be bonding a lot. Erica says that thing which we, we played the clip earlier about the doctor's wife. And again, it's different because the accusation is you knew and spent the money. And if the doctor's ripping off orphans and widows and the wife was spending the money, we, uh, maybe she should feel bad. I don't know. I don't know. That's me. That's me. Uh And then they all talk about jellyfish stinging. And Erica's like, you all better piss on me. And it was all foreshadowing for later in the episode because uh Diana Jenkins got stung by the jellyfish. I loved that, though, when Erica, Bamboozled Jane just yelled, you all better piss on me. <laughs> you better piss on me. And then... Uh, Even later when she was drunk, just something about that voice slurring the words, I loved it. I think that's what it really was. Because that voice can be a lot, you know, and I say that as someone who's got a voice, that's a lot. But Erica Jane, the voice, you all better piss on me. And then later in the episode, to hear it slurred a little bit, oh, you guys, it was just heaven for me. It was 7. So then the next morning, uh, we cut to the next day, 8.20 a.m. Uh, I was going to call her Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> I need to stop drinking this refresher. Rihanna, not Rihanna. Um, she was uh, – I wonder what Rihanna's thinking of this season of Beverly Hills. You know, Rihanna's a fan of the of the show, not this podcast. Uh, and I wonder what she's doing. I wonder what she's thinking. I, I miss Rihanna. You know, we were so lucky. I was thinking about this the other day. I came out of the closet, you know, it's pride month, so this is something we should celebrate. I came out of the closet when Rihanna was in the entering the music industry or already had entered actually. And as I was coming of age and coming into my own as a gay man, she was releasing a new album every single year. And that was a blessed time in our nation's history. And I just feel lucky that I was able to come of age during a time when Rihanna consistently, year after year after year, was releasing new music. Because now we've had this long break. I haven't heard a new Rihanna song in ages. Luckily, we just got Beyonce came back with that great song. Oh, my God. Have you listened to Beyonce's song? I love it. I love it. Although I took a workout class and the instructor didn't even play it. I was fucking pissed. I almost stormed out of there because I thought your one job, if you teach a group workout class, your one job is like the day after a Beyonce song leaks or or is released, you play that fucking song for the class. Like, you just do it. It's like the one main part of your job in the job description. I know they do other things and inspire and instruct and all those other great things. But I would say the most important thing is making sure you play that Beyonce song the day after it's released in the class. I was waiting the whole class for it to be played, and then you never played it. That's why you don't take a workout class from a straight man. Uh, anyway, where were we? Oh, Rina. So Rihanna, uh, that's what we're going to call her now. Rihanna wakes up the next day at 8.20 a.m., and she looks like she just put her hand in an electrical socket because her hair is going nuts. She's got the leopard nightie on, uh, and uh, she's wearing the leopard negligee with the hair it was nuts. It literally looked like she stuck a wet hand in an electrical socket, and then the hair just went That's how it went. And it was like, again, we are giving grace because she's grieving and we miss rest in peace, Lois, and all of the good things, okay? I don't want to sound insensitive. But it did seem like we were getting like an unhinged version of a human when she was like looking out at the birds and she's like, hi, Lois, and she got the hair looking like she just got electrocuted. (laughs) Did anyone else think that? It was like, we're getting like a little bit of an unhinged human being here. And uh, again, I get that because I would be too if I just lost a parent. So it's understandable. But you know, we're still doing the bird thing where she's like, Hi Lois, and it was just birds. She's birds in the sky. Like I see birds in the sky all the time. Uh but you know, we're all we all grieve in different ways. So God bless. Rest in peace, Lois. Now then we cut to Kyle, Rena, and Dorit, uh, cheersing and we have the other gals, we have Garcelle, Crystal, and Sutton, and they're all just kind of replaying last night. Because obviously they don't have anything else to replay. They just keep replaying the same fucking conversations. There was one point, too, where it was Garcelle, Crystal, and Sutton, and they talked about Sutton eating the bacon, piece of bacon again. And I was like, how many times are you going to fucking talk about Sutton eating a goddamn piece of bacon? We get it. She eats a piece of bacon, but she pretends to be vegan or whatever. I don't fucking care anymore. What does they keep showing it for? I'm sorry. To, I'm getting upset. I'm getting upset. I need to cool it. I need to calm down because I do love these shows. I just don't get it. Why are we all harping on this a hundred times every episode? We got to talk about Sutton, eat the goddamn piece of bacon. Is it anyone else having a problem with it? And it came up again. Uh, Diana, later in the episode, she was sitting down with Kyle and Dreet. She's like, Sutton uh, contradicts herself. She eats bacon. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't hear the word bacon one more fucking time. Excuse my language. Excuse my language. I just don't even get it. And it's like if we had it more interesting stuff, I don't think we'd still be talking about her eating a piece of bacon one time at a buffet um but it's like we're all just talking about the same thing, and then they're analyzing crystal again at uh, the wazoo I mean, how many times are they going to analyze? I actually feel like the way that they're all analyzing crystal is completely insane, like I feel like crystal's saying how she feels, and they just keep harping on it, and I feel like that's what's the problem. It's like, Crystal's like, well, I explained how I felt. How many times can I do it? And it's almost making Crystal look crazy because they make her keep explaining how she's feeling. And it's like, let's move on. Crystal has said how she felt and she kept saying how she's moving on. Sutton's moving on, but then we never move on. It's like they've all said we're moving on from this situation, but then we never move on. And I feel like I'm in this hamster wheel, and it's like this thing did, didn't even happen on screen. It didn't even happen on screen because they did. Apparently there was something else. Crystal had said on Watch What Happens Live. It wasn't that thing about the hot tub, but then she's not saying what it is. so it didn't happen on screen. So we keep going around and around in a circle. And then Crystal keeps saying, oh, I'm over it. Sutton and I made up. I'm good. We're good. And yet they keep making her say, "Like, well, why do you keep... Why do you keep holding on to it? And it's like, what do you mean? (laughs) I don't think she's holding on to it. I think you guys keep making her talk about every fucking second. I mean, and Crystal, I think she just doesn't know how else to say, like, okay, like, let's move on. And I'm feeling bad for Crystal because I'm just like, okay, enough. And then Rena, Dorit, and Kyle are saying Crystal's playing the victim. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't know. None of it makes any sense to me. Dorit said it was because she married young. I don't know. I just feel like they don't have anything else to talk about. So they're like, let's hold on to this Crystal and Sutton bit. But there's like not enough meat there. And it didn't happen on camera. So we need to move on. We need to move on. Or if Crystal said she wanted to talk about it more, then great, we can harp on it a little more. But if Crystal's not going to talk about it anymore, we need to move on. Uh, Anyway, then we cut to them all getting dressed to go on the yacht. And they're all dressed insane. Erica's already drunk. She's never been this drunk on camera and she reminds us about a thousand fucking times. She says, I'm so lit. I'm so lit. <laughs> she kept saying it. She's lit. Oh, I loved it. I love when she was just drunk and she was walking on the boat. She like, I'm going to walk beautifully like Diana Ross. And then she falled getting on the yacht. I needed that energy. I was just missing. I, I was feeling a little bogged down from like what, you know, the bacon bit. And, uh, the whole thing with the crystal and Sutton that they keep going around and around in circles about. I was feeling a little bummed. And then all of a sudden we got Erica Jane, uh, bamboozles drunk on the boat. And I needed that energy. She tried to high five Diana. Diana didn't even high five her back to catch that. Oh, I love that. I love when someone tries to high five and they don't, they miss. <laughs> Nothing better. Ladies, am I right? Anyway. Uh, I we will talk about her getting lit on this book because she said some crazy things about Celine Dion, but we got to take a break here. Uh I want to remind you all to find me on social media. Also, if you want the Sex and the City bonus recaps, I'm doing them for the Patreon page. So I do just one bonus a month, one bonus episode. They're about 30 to 40 minutes. And I'm recapping Sex and the City from the beginning. I just posted a new one up there. And you can get those recaps at patreon.com slash Iconic. And if you donate $4 more mo- per month, you get the bonus episodes. I just put one up there. So I want to let you know. Uh, also, thank you to ACAST. We'll be right back. That's one month for just $1 at Shopify.com slash Everything Iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash Everything Iconic. Look, the weather's getting warmer personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow knit activewear, and the best part, 365 Day Returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash iconic. To get free shipping and 365 day returns, quince.com slash iconic. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. And we're back, little girls little girl okay so now erica's uh drunk on the boat diana gets on the boat meanwhile it's like this is not a luxury yacht you know and it's i I don't know i just get like a a diana downer energy from diana that's what i'm not liking but uh bamboozle jane's lit and she said uh she was talking to like the what do we call them the who's the person like the kate chastain who came and was like explain the first what do they call the person who like Show, why can't I think of the term? The person who shows you around the yacht. Who is that? The st- first stew. Is that it, right? The first stew. You guys are yelling at the radio or wherever you listen. It's the fr- chief stew. Chief stew, right? The chief stew. So this guy, the chief stew is like showing them around the boat and Erica Jane's just mumbling nonsense. She's like, I don't need Celine Dion to sing my fucking swan song. And then <laughs> the guy's just like, okay. Wink. <laughs> okay. Like, he's like, what the fuck? You know, like, what, how is he supposed to respond to that? And then, uh, she's the whole time just saying nonsense. She says at one point, I I used to have it out. It was called the illegal. And I thought this was a smoking gun. I, what I took it to mean as, and I know she was drunk, and I'm not sure how everyone else would take it to mean, I took it to mean she was saying, like, yeah, Tom and I uh, had this boat, and we called it the illegal because we know we bought it with illegal funds. You know, that's how I took it. And maybe that was me reading too much into it. But that's how I really felt. I was like, oh, she got drunk and she finally let loose on camera that she had a boat called the illegal that she bought with the money from the orphans and widows that Tommy Teutons uh, bamboozled out of people. You know, that's how I took it. That's why I took it. I don't need Celine Dion to sing my fucking swan song. And then... (laughs) Uh, And that's when she takes a nap. Kyle makes sure she has some Coke, because that's what Big Kath taught her. What else is happening? Oh, Diana hates Sutton. We get that. We're getting a lot of Diana licking the lips, too. She's like... look, You guys can't see what I'm doing, but I'm licking the lips. That's a gross sound. I'm sorry that I made that sound on the microphone. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what else happens? Oh, uh, Erica also says, like, if she could have her meals for life, this is what she would want. This was when her in her drunken stupor. She says, I'd want someone to serve me chocolate chips for breakfast, for lunch a salad, and dinner a protein. And I think this is another reason why I related to Erica on this episode, because that sounds like a great day. Chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. Nothing better. Lunch, eh. Maybe a salad sounds great. And dinner or protein. Who doesn't want a protein? You know, a nice steak, a burger, uh, whatever, a protein, some chicken, whatever it is. So maybe a piece of bacon, even. Maybe even a big piece of bacon. Uh And then she gets up, you know, she finally gets up from that couch, which she left the whole fucking couch. She got the makeup all over it, like Barbara Kay on The Real House of New York. Remember Barbara Kay? I've been rewatching season 11. That's when Barbara was on. Complete mess of The Real House of New York. I love it so much, but I've been rewatching that season. Remember they went to Miami and Barbara Kay got the self tanner all over the couch in Miami or the bed. Now here's uh Bamboozle Jane getting her stuff all over this luxury y- yacht, and I'd be pissed if I was that chief stew and this woman who was just talking about Celine Dion as she was wasted, and now she gets the makeup all over and got to clean it up. You know that's uh, was one of those times where I wish we had a below deck crossover because I would like to see the Chief Stew, although I don't watch below deck anymore. I stopped. Once Hannah and Kate Chastain left, I checked out and they play it every fucking second on Bravo Network. I would like them to start playing new shows and get some new shows and just freshen things up because it's getting like MTV. You know, when you turn on MTV and they just play ridiculousness over and 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 over, and over again. That's what I'm feeling like happening on Bravo with Below Deck. It's like every minute I turn it on, it's a Below Deck franchise. I'm like enough. And I stopped watching. I know people love it. People love the blow deck. So I'm not going to shit on them. I think it's like the most popular show on the network. Obviously that's why they play it all the time. Uh, but I stopped. I was so loyal to my, my gals. I was so loyal to Hannah. I was so loyal to Kate Chastain. They left and I said goodbye. I said goodbye. I got to bid you adieu. Got to bid the yachts adieu because I can't do it anymore. Uh, I am loyal. If nothing else, I'm loyal. Uh, so then, uh, oh, so Erica Jane gets up, and she meets all the other gals as they're eating, and this is when she's just eating, shoveling pasta into her mouth, shoveling noodles into that mouth, and we've all been there, I mean, how many times in college did I somehow find some uh, some pasta noodles and just shove them in my face, or in my 20s, all of my 20s, really, every time I got home from the bar, I'd eat some pasta, I'm Italian, just shoveled pasta in my mouth, And it helps with the hangover. But so she's shoveling it in her mouth as she's asking Crystal for a threesome with Rob. So, Crystal, if you had a choice for a threesome, you and Rob and another man or another woman, or would you fuck me? The pussy's there. And she kept saying, (laughs) I'm sorry to use that language, but those are exact words. And then it, like, almost as if they planned it, it, like, immediately started playing her song, It's Expensive to Be Me. And it was, like, the uh, the way that it transitioned from her saying, like, would you would you fuck me with Rob to all of a sudden them playing her song? It was like Kismet or something. <laughs> I I swear like Kyle somehow she got a control of the sound system and now Kyle is with Richards is even. She always has thought like a producer, but now she's even thinking like an audio engineer. She's thinking she's doing sound mixing for the show. She's getting the song ready to play. Cause I swear she was right behind that camera on the, with the auxiliary cord, getting the Bamboozle Jane song going. So immediately as Bamboozle Jane was saying like, would you fuck me? Pussy's there. And then she just had press play right. So then the song would play as Erica Jane was talking about it. <laughs> it was like, it was like, it was perfect. And I want to thank Kyle of Splits for doing that because Splits, Splits is doing all the jobs there. At a certain point, they're not going to need to have anyone else on the crew because Splits will be able to take over. It'll just be her and a boom mic and one camera person. And then that'll be it for the whole crew. And they'll be able to put all the money on screen. That's why we got so many cast members on screen this season. Eight full-time cast members plus we got some friends of coming around. The reason we're able to do that is because Splits has taken on some of the other jobs behind the scenes. She's taking care of audio. She's taking care of producing. She's doing it all, set design. She's doing it. And so Splits, we thank you for taking one for the team, doing what you got to do to condense some of these jobs. Although I want the crew to get paid, and I want them to be able to hire extra people. But I do have to say I appreciate your chutzpah. I appreciate your chutzpah. So would you want to fuck me or ride with another man? Uh, pussy's there. And then it's like, it's expensive to be me. And then they're all dancing. And Kyle was even doing the ponytail dance because she knows that's what the people want. She's got to give them what they want. Next week on the show, she does the splits. And she knows we'll be pissed. I think we'd all be pissed if she didn't do the ponytail swing or the splits on screen at least once per season. And I always made – I always didn't like it. I always felt like that's enough, Kyle. And now I'm like, I need it at least one time, or else I'm going to feel like I didn't get my money's worth. So again, Splits has given us our, our money's worth. She knows what we, what we want. Maybe not what we want, but she knows what we need, and we need that. Um, so that's when Diana gets stung by the jellyfish, and Erica Jane's just in the corner like, Garcelle, go pee on that new girl. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they were talking about, what was she talking about? Her mother. She's like, I hate my mother. She's a Virgo. And then Splits Richards even did an impression of Erica because she was just that high voice. It's like a high, low voice, isn't it? It's like a weird mix that Erica Jane has, but like also with the slurring. My mother is a Virgo. I hate her. <laughs> Go pee on that new girl, Garcelle. And just like, uh, just in the corner as she's drunk. <laughs> and then <laughs> wait, I just got to the part of my notes. When Erica, <laughs> I can't even say this out loud. Okay. I got to get it together. Erica said she's, <laughs> she's talking about being from the South and stuff. And how's her and Sutton are from the South and the mom, the mom is from the South. And that's why she's hater, hates her cause she's from the South and she's a Virgo. And she's like, she's like, I'm from somewhere without textiles. And it was like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> She was talking about how textiles came to the South or something. And it was like, no one even understood. But they were all sort of nodding along as if they got it. And it was like, there's no way Garcelle or Sutton or any of you even know what the fuck she's talking about. And you're all just nodding along. And she's like, the textile industry didn't come there until a certain point. If you didn't work, you didn't get paid. And the textiles weren't there. And I was like, no one knows what you're saying no one knows what you're saying and I loved it I loved it and then she takes a nap and then they all arrive back at the at the shore and I wasn't ready to get them back at the shore I was like we need the camera crew on them here because I was having a gale time on the boat I was pissed when they got to land don't want my gals to get to land uh, but they had to wake up Erica and that's when the body makeup got all over the couch like Babs K with the hammer remember Barbara K she wasn't a fit for New York she wasn't a fed. If you rewatch season 11, it's very odd. She's an odd, she's an odd bird, an odd bird. Then, oh, and by the way, I'm also, uh, I'm at that episode where they, Luann bought that weird house that was a circular house and had like a kitchen in the spare bedroom. Do you remember that? What the fuck was that house? I had like totally blocked that from my mind. That was the season that Luann was like insufferable about the cabaret. And she makes them go see like an old lady cabaret when they all visit that house in New York. And then that's when Ramona tells everyone about how her parents left her nothing or her dad, like she they read the will and it said like, To Ramona, I bequeath you nothing And it was like, Oh you guys, what a season. Those gals, I love my New York gals. They're gonna come back to us. I have faith. I have faith that they will. I need them to. I miss that chaotic nature. We just don't get the same thing from Beverly Hills. I actually think we get the chaos from Salt Lake City. I think we get the chaos from Potomac. I I feel like we get chaos in different places, but I don't get it, certainly from Beverly Hills, although Beverly Hills gives us other good stuff. It's a different vibe. It's just not the chaoticness of New York, and that's what I'm missing. That's why I like the Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2, which starts this week. I liked it because its I miss the chaos. That's what I... Uh. And Dubai, you know, uh, we're not recapping Dubai because I can only do so many shows. Okay, don't get mad at me. I can only do so many things. I, I'm i here recording at night to get this episode out on time. Uh, but Dubai, the one thing I did want to mention was this week we had Caroline... Is it Stanberry or Stansberry? Is there an S? Stansberry... The husband, Sergio, you know, he's getting in the mix too much. And I'm getting like a desperate thirst from that man. Is anyone else feeling that way? He's like, he's getting in the mix. He's always at the table with the other gals. And I feel like the other husbands aren't at the tables with the other gals. I'm like, get out of here. Like he's annoying me. He, it's giving me like a slade. I know he's hot. He's much hotter than slade, much better looking than a slade, but he's giving me like that slade energy where it's just like, get out of this fucking scene. I'm done. And Caroline doesn't seem to want... I never watched Ladies of London. So I don't really... I don't have much of a attachment to this woman. But I'm like, I don't really get why everyone loved her so much. Because she seems to not even want to engage with anyone. I don't know. I'm not really into it. Sorry. Don't get mad at me. Don't yell at me. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Where were we at? Oh, we have everyone getting ready for dinner. They're all in their glam squads, glam teams. I'm tired of the glam. They're FaceTiming each other. I don't need them Facetime each other. I need them putting on lip gloss drunk together like they did on Roni. I'm sorry to bring it always back to Roni, but I like them all just getting ready together in a villa, like putting their lipstick on, putting on a bold lip, and arguing about uh Harry Dubin, Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know, that's what I miss. Anyway, um, so they're FaceTiming from their glam squads. Erica's doing a photo shoot. She doesn't remember anything from the day. Uh Diana shows up. Um, I don't even know why. There are certain points where like Diana comes into the screen. I'm like, she wasn't in a certain scene and then she'll show up late to the scene. I'm like, I didn't even miss her. And I just feel like that money should be going to somebody that like could be driving story forward. You know, like I, I know people hate the Brandy Glanville or if, every time I say like, I miss Kim Richards, people say, don't like Kim Richards. I get it, but we need those kind of those crazy people to that like drive story forward. So even if it's not one of them, we need that kind of type. That kind of vibe that's driving the storylines forward. Like an unhinged personality to get in the mix. And I just feel like Diana's not really giving us that. So then they all sit down for the dinner. Garcelle says she's having a party. Uh, Lisa Renna can't go because Harry Hamlin's in something called, I believe she said Hot Zone Anthrax. Did I hear that correctly? Was that the name of the feature film, Hot Zone Anthrax? Now I know Harry Hamlin's a successful actor, I just didn't hear of this project, Hot Zone Anthrax, but maybe I heard it wrong or... I don't know, but Garcelle says Denise is going to be at the birthday party. And I'm thinking, Denise, Denise, of course, we haven't seen Denise in years. My baby's got a Remember our baby Denise had some secrets. And uh, so apparently Rena talked to Denise, and Rena texted and apologized, but then uh, Garcelle texted Denise on camera in the professional, and Denise said, when did she do that? And I don't know. I kind of felt like they spent a lot of time on this stuff and I don't think they would if A, they had other stuff or other storylines going on or B, Denise wasn't coming back. So they're either setting up a Denise return or they literally just don't have anything else to talk about because they spent too much time on it. On another show, they wouldn't really, you know, so on another show, even on Orange County, remember they had like Lizzie come back for, and she didn't even mic her or anything. Like nobody even said anything. <laughs> she was a full time house, uh, house, uh housewife at one point and it's like they put her in some scenes and it's like nobody even gives a fuck and they just don't even mic her they don't even catch up what she says with the boom mic and here on Beverly Hills it's like we're talking about Denise who hasn't been on I think one or two years and we're talking about her for 10 minutes and so I don't know I'm glad that Rina and Denise are texting and I would like her back I just don't know that it's happening but I guess they're setting us up I saw Denise said in the press that she like sort of misses it And I know we've talked about this before, but obviously she misses it after she's being on some of the other sets she's been on since being on Beverly Hills Housewives. Because some of the movies she's done, not so great, not so great. Uh, But I miss her and I love her. And I would actually like someone, an indie filmmaker, to give Denise some sort of like cool role. I don't know. Let's give her something. Let's see her acting chops. She was a Bond gal. She was a Bond gal. So then they try to bring up Diana's book again, and Diana's not talking about it. Garcelle says it was rude to shut it down, and Diane says she gets uncomfortable and shy. And Diana says that Garcelle is the most unwelcoming. Again, I think that book stuff is nonsense, but then is this another situation where it's like they don't have anything else, so they're going to keep trying to get her to talk about it, but then it's frustrating to me if she don't want to talk about it. So I don't want to just watch someone constantly shut down a conversation. Like this is not, this is frustrating to watch. Meanwhile, in the corner, Sutton and Erica are connecting on an app, uh, on app dating. So Sutton's like, I got a date when I get back. And Erica's like, let me see. And she shows him and he's, she's like, bitch, he's hot. If you can get some ass. He's giving braids like Willie Nelson. And then. Sutton says, actually, he's giving her Billy Bob Thornton. And I was like, what does this man look like? (laughs) Was anyone else concerned? I mean, they were talking about him as if he was Brad Pitt, but then in the same breath, they were like, yeah, he's giving Willie Nelson. And isn't Willie Nelson like 90 years old? I mean, no offense to Willie. I mean, God bless. He seems like a great man. Obviously, he has a good relationship with Jessica Simpson. Anyone who does, I assume, is a great man. However, I believe Willie Nelson hes upwards of 80 to 90. So, if I'm looking at someone, and a Sutton, I don't mean to age shame, but Sutton's a, much younger than that, and so the fact that they're looking at someone and thinking, oh, he's giving Willie Nelson and Billy Bob Thornton, how old is Billy Bob Thornton? I need to Google that. How old is Billy Bob Thor- Thornton? And the way they were talking about it, it was as if... He was so, um, okay, Billy Bob Thornton is 66 years old. Actually, that's younger than I thought. I thought Billy Bob Thornton was like, he looked 66 when he did Bad Santa. Did he know? How old was he when he did Bad Santa? That came out in like 2004. You mean to tell me that he was in his 40s? Billy Bob Thornton was in his 40s, early 40s when he did Bad Santa? What is happening? What is happening? I, am I just not? How are people aging? What is time? Billy Bob Thornton, okay, or, or Willie Nelson, 89 years old. Okay, that's also a big gap. So they're saying he looks like Billy Bob Thornton, who's 66, and Willie Nelson. Either Billy Bob Thornton looks really terrible for his age, or Willie Nelson is aging gracefully. I don't know. But how do you look like both? What is happening on this show? 80, Willie Nelson's 89. God bless. See, you know what? He, I actually, Willie Nelson's keeping young from that weed. He smokes a lot of weed. Isn't he a big weeder? I feel like that's what's keeping him young. God bless. God bless Willie Nelson. Uh, those boots were made for walking. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, so they're connecting on the dating app. And then Erica's like, I want a lot of dick. I don't care what it looks like. I just want dick. And <laughs> I wish I had on my soundboard Ramona Singer saying, I like dick. I don't have it on here right now. What else do we got? on? We got some other good stuff on here, don't we? I don't know. Uh, okay, so then uh, Sutton and Erica sort of make up, but then they also hate each other. They also hate each other, and then they give a bunch of toasts. It was like Dorit talks for ten minutes about the journey they're on and and growing and the journey, and then Rina's like, "I was nervous to leave my bubble, but I'm grateful to be here." When Lois transitioned, she says, and and then Dorit's talking about the journey, and it was like, "Why are we spending so much time on this?" The toasts here. Then we cut to the lobby, and Kyle's like, "Okay, we got to have a nightcap. We got to have another drink because we didn't get enough footage." Kyle knows. She knows that the women didn't get enough at the dinner table. So Kyle is like, okay, ladies, we got to have another drink. And she blames it on Dorit. She's like, I know Dorit will have another one. But really what she's saying is like, I know Dorit knows we didn't get enough at that dinner table. So we got to go film something else. We got to go get another scene here. Otherwise, the whole episode would have ended too early. They need to get another scene. So Kyle knew that. She's like, no one wants to turn up on vacation. And what she's really saying is like, no one's bringing it. I have to go film a whole extra fucking scene Cause you know they don't want to film it. Kyle, there's no way Kyle wanted to stay up to film another scene. Okay. She might want to stay up to drink, but she didn't want to stay up and film another scene. But she knows that they didn't get enough. And with eight people, they should be getting more. They should be getting more content. I'm sorry to say it. Somebody's got to say it. But now we said it. Somebody's got to say it. Uh, so then Diana talks about the oh, the bacon, sitting in the bacon. She brings it up again. They're hyping her up. And then that's it. Oh, no, the episode ends with them all getting on the flight. On the private plane, apparently Diana said to Sutton she can't sit next to her. Diana also got the glam before the plane ride. She got glammed. I saw there was a quick shot of Diana getting her glam done before getting on the private plane. Uh-uh. And then she doesn't want to sit next to Sutton. Sutton's like, well, next time I'll get my own plane. I can get my own plane. I'm not going to send her flowers. And it's like, okay. Okay. I like that kind of rich fighting. I like that kind of rich fighting. Uh, next week on the show, we get Erica doing a photo shoot. Lord knows for what. Kyle does the splits again. I have the no, f***ing chills. No. <laughs> when Kyle did the splits, I got the fucking chills. And then Garcelle versus Diana. And that's uh, the week of Rale's Beverly Hills. Had a good time. I had a great time actually. I really loved this. You know, there's something about Bamboozled Jane just getting plastered that made me feel like we I know we've never seen that side of her before. We've never seen her that drunk. I don't even remember seeing her even a little tipsy before. But certainly never seen her falling onto a yacht or anything like that. Now, again, I keep comparing it to The Real House in New York. On The Real House in New York, no one had bad eyelash, but we know on The Real House of Beverly Hills, they're going to be harping on that for the next 10 episodes, right? And we've seen in the preview, the coming attraction, the trailer. We see them talking to Eric about her drinking. And I would venture to say it was probably just this one time she got drunk on camera and they're going to talk about it forever. Meanwhile, over on New York, they would get drunk every single episode. And the next day, they're like, hey, girl, how are you doing? You know, they move on so quickly. But here on Beverly Hills, we know we're going to harp on it for 100 episodes, talk about 100 episodes. And I was just happy to see her let the guard down. And even though, again, some point on the yacht, I did feel like maybe she was just putting it on. And I know she was drinking with the medication, which you're not supposed to drink with it. But then I was sort of surprised she was like bragging about like drinking on the medication. Didn't it? it felt a little like weirdly braggy. You know, when you meet someone young and this happens, like, you know, with People in like college or their twenty early twenties or something, you go out with someone and they're like, "Oh, I'm on antibiotics tonight. I'm gonna get fucked up," you know. And they're like bragging about it. And then once you hit a certain age, you kind of look at those people like, "Why are you bragging about it? Like that you're on and you're on a Z pack and you're drinking and you're like bragging about it? You know, it's weird. It's weird. Once you get to a certain, I know for me at least, I felt like I hit thirty, and if somebody's bragging about being on a Z pack and having a vodka soda, I'm like, okay, little girl, little girl, Uh, you know, I'm not too impressed." So I almost felt like she was bragging about it, like I'm on all these ana- medications, or was she, was she on antidepressants, or was it Xanax, or I don't know what the fuck it was. I know when you drink on Xanax, like that happens, because that'll happen if I get on a plane with the half of Xanax and I have chase it with a glass of wine, you know, you do get a little loopy. So I'd imagine that's what's happening here, but... Uh, I was surprised she was sort of bragging about it. And I hope that she's okay. You know, we don't want anyone, I don't care who it is, I don't want anyone abusing these substances. So hopefully she's okay. Obviously, she's going through off time. She doesn't have the legal anymore, the boat. Uh, but it was, I hate to say it, a good time to see her let loose a little bit. I mean, assuming that she's okay, health-wise. Uh, and that she didn't bamboozle orphans and widows. Anyway, moving on. I love you all so much for listening. Don't send me angry messages about me saying I loved Erica this week, but I'm sorry I did. <laughs> Shall we do our cheese little cool down? I think we need it. I think we need it. Let's all take a deep breath in. Hold it. want you all to remind me never to have a refresher again from Starbucks because there's certainly caffeine in it, and I will not be sleeping tonight. So let's take another deep breath in. <laughs> Hold it, and breathe out. I love you all so much for listening. I um, think we'll talk soon. Hopefully we'll talk soon. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I do have to say one more thing. I don't know if anyone's still listening. You probably already turned off the podcast, but if you are still listening, I might be releasing the Beverly Hills recaps like a day later going forward. Like, I'm going to try to keep up with the schedule and releasing them on Wednesday nights, but they send the screeners really late, you know, and I don't get the screeners for Beverly Hills anymore, so, you know... Uh it's hard for me to do these late ones. So we might have to move the schedule to like release them on Thursday during the day or something. I don't know. I'm going to try. We're going to try to keep up, but don't yell at me if they start coming out later, okay? I love you so much. Uh thank you for listening. Bye-bye. My baby's got a